Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Central Church of God, located at 5120 Central Avenue, Portage, Indiana. Here, you can listen to Sunday service by Pastor Robert Sluter. If you have questions, prayer requests, or want more information about our church, please feel free to contact Pastor Robert at 219-963-8496. God is so good. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord, to be in the presence of the Lord. I never want to take for granted his presence, but I always want to take for granted his presence when we come together. Amen. I don't want to take it for granted that it's just going to happen, but the Bible tells us where two or three are gathered together in his name, he will be in the midst of them. And so I never want to take it for granted that he's going to come, but I want to take it for granted that he's going to be here. Amen? I'm not double-minded. I'm just telling you how I am. I'm letting you know that God is here today. God has a plan. So this morning I had a great message for you. You have to come back next week to hear that one. I felt the Lord uh, had a message for us, and I was uh, as I worked on it, and and I, I got it all together, got the outline and all that, and I just really felt strong about the message. And, and sometimes it's timing, and and not that the message is not right, but I just was talking to my wife a little bit, and and the Lord just kind of changed the direction uh, for me this morning. But here's a confirmation. How many likes confirmations? Amen. And so it's it's small. You may not like. Well, that's just a coincidence. I'm going to take it as a conf- confirmation. But uh, I, I worked, uh, and we got all. All the stuff loaded up and, uh, you know, for you can see and, and all those things. And so this morning I got in there, turned it all on and, and, uh, and the Lord already changed my mind to shift uh, the, from that message. And so I wrote a note down, uh, no PowerPoint. And so I went into the program to delete the PowerPoint. Guess what? I forgot to load up the PowerPoint for the message. So I thought this is a confirmation. I didn't have to delete some. So God is good, even in the little things. And so I don't want to miss him. So then I had to like, Lord, where do you want me to go? <laughs> That's a different story because that happened this morning and he took me to first John chapter one. And so part of that is that, uh, our children's church was going to use some of that. And so that was on my heart today. And, and so I want to take you to the book of first John walk through this, preaching, teaching, you can call it whatever you want, but I want to be obedient to the voice of the Lord and, and be sensitive to His presence. His presence is here, and He has a, a message for us. So let's see if we can do this without it being on the screen. Let's grab our Bibles. It's a test, all right? You ready? I believe this is the Word of God. I believe it's for both the Old Testament and the New Testament. I'm ready to receive from God's Word today. I'm alert, I'm listening, and I'm hungry. Lord, open my ears to hear and my heart to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Give yourself a hand. You guys did really good. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to read through this and preach from the words of John. And as you know the context, if you see John's writing, he's just straightforward. It's, 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 not, uh, it's black and white. It's light versus darkness. He, he just says it's this versus that. And he wants us as believers to, to fall in love with the fellowship of believers and, and what God wants to do with us because of the relationship we have with Christ. And so you're going to hear some verbiage. We're going to share with you what he told us. Who is 
he is Jesus Christ. Amen. How many wants to hear what Jesus has to say and, and how he wants us to live our life? And, and this is what John is wanting to let us know that if we're followers him, we need to be in the light. Someone say in the light. I don't want to be in darkness. I don't want to be close to darkness. I, I don't want to connect with darkness. I want to be in the light, talking about the spiritual world. Uh, and because the spiritual world impacts this physical world. Uh, the physical world wasn't evil until uh, Adam and Eve sinned and allowed the, the evilness of the enemy to creep in and take over. And so the, the, the enemy, uh, Satan, he has realm over this world, but we have greater power in Jesus Christ. Uh, and those who don't know him, or under the under the attack of the enemy, but this is why Christ came, right? To, to give us life and give us more abundant life, but to give us redemption from sin that we may be called out of darkness into his marvelous light, uh, that we can walk a path that, of righteousness, uh, that we can be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. And, and sanctification is not just stopping drinking and doing drugs and, and all the other things you want to list. Uh, sanctification is about changing me, setting me apart to, to do the work of the service. So I have to reflect Christ. I, I have to look like Christ. I have to think like Christ. Uh, even the scripture says, put on the mind of Christ. And, and this is how he sanctifies us, uh, not to be better us, but to be like him. And I know there's some times that we've had some leadership conversations that you want to be the best you. I don't want to sound new age. It's like, I want to be the best me in Christ. Uh, I want to all be what he wants me to be. And John lays it out for us very clear in this first chapter how we ought to be and what we can hold on to and what's expected of us. So let's start at this very beginning. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. This is John writing, and he's talking about us to the disciples. What we've seen from the beginning when Christ arrived, what we have heard, what we've seen even with our own eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have held concerning the word of life. Notice that in your Bibles it should be capitalized, the word of life, because John, and this is the same one who wrote uh, the book of John, in that letter we see that the flesh became, uh, or the, the, that the son became flesh, but the word became flesh. You, you know that passage in John chapter 1, verse 14. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, talking about Jesus Christ. Uh, we have held him. We have touched Jesus. Uh, and, and we even remember after the resurrection that Thomas doubted, but he was able to touch the, the nail-scar hands. Uh, he was able to put his hand. He touched uh, the Word, the living God. He touched Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And, and, <coughs> And we can touch him this morning. Amen? We can get a hold of him uh, through his word, through his spirit who touches us. We can have a relationship with God. You've got to understand, and I'll say it over and over again, but we have to understand this as a people that he wants a relationship with not just the church, but each one of you who make up the church. Uh, every one of you who've called on the name of the Lord, you make up the body of Christ. And, and Paul tells us in Corinthians, is what the body is supposed to do. The right hand needs the eye, and the eye needs the ear, and we're not all the same parts, but we need one another. And we have to not be jealous of one another, but we have to work together in unity because we are the body of Christ. And, and so we stand on the same word. How many has different Bibles? I'm not talking about different translations. Uh, I'm talking about, do you, have a, uh, do you have a different Bible from another religion? Uh, are you following the Koran? You have the Book of Mormon with you this morning? 
morning? Does anybody have anything else? No, we have the Word of God. It doesn't matter if it's King James, New King James, New Living Translation, English Standard Version, New American Standard, and NLT, whatever you have, it's the Word of God that's preaching the same thing, that Jesus Christ came from heaven, born of the Virgin Mary. He died on the cross for us, but he didn't stay dead. He rose again, and now he's sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. We have a relationship with the Father because of the Son, and the Father loved us so much that he sent his Son. This is what they're testifying. We have spent time with the Son. Are you spending time with the Son? Are you spending time in the Word of God? Are you being strengthened every day? Because your relationship will, will matter based on the Word of God. You stay in the Word, you become stronger. If you take it serious, you become stronger. You begin to grow. That sounds familiar to me. There's a, there's a mission statement that I, I introduced to us at one time about grace. Does anybody remember grace? Growing, receiving, answering, committing, and evangelizing. We want everybody to begin to grow in the knowledge of God. That's where we all start, right? How many can say amen? I've got to grow. No matter how long you've been saved, you can keep on growing in the knowledge of God. You want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and the tools for ministry. The power of the Holy Spirit is not just to sing and dance and spin and shout. It's for us to be equipped to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. So I want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and the tools for ministry. I want to answer the call to ministry. Every one of us, uh, that's what we're here. We, we need to answer the call. We said last week we haven't been saved to sit, but we've been saved to serve. That's answering the call, whatever that looks like, uh, whether it's children's church, uh, a worship team, uh, uh, an usher, a greeter working behind the scenes. Every one of us in this room, and if you're watching online, and you're calling this your home church, there's a place for you to serve. It may not be every week, it may not be every month, but there's a place for you to serve. And not only do we answer the call, but we commit to the world harvest. That's why we believe in world missions. We're committed to the world harvest, to see people who, who can know, call on the name of the Lord who doesn't even know the name Jesus yet. You know there's some people out there who haven't heard the name Jesus. We're committed in our giving and in our actions. That's why we're going to do a missions banquet. That's why we're going to do a missions month. That's why we're going to do a mission service because we are on mission for Jesus Christ. And, and so we want, to, we want to be committed to the world harvest and we want to evangelize to the lost and hurting. The lost and hurting around us. That's pretty good for not having a notes, right? Growing, receiving, answering, committing, and evangelizing. You know why I have that there? Because I've said it a lot of times because that was what God has given me to share with the congregation. If we can rally around this. Can I talk about rallying around something else for a moment since I'm on it? Uh, uh, last Tuesday night, we had a prayer meeting. Uh, sometimes we meet in here. Sometimes we meet in the back. This time we met someplace else. We met in the foyer. Why would you meet in the foyer? Because we got all our chairs and we put them over by this glass door over here. You're like, why would you do that? Because we were sitting under a banner. The banner that says returning, refining, and rebuilding. Uh, it's what God wants to do in 2023. 
three. We've got a rally around the banner. If you've not even noticed a banner, I'm going to go say, shame on you. You need to be looking up there, and you need to be saying, what's that about? That's what the theme is. That's the word that God has given, not just a theme. Don't get caught up in the words, but that is the message that God has given to me for this church for this year. We need to rally around that. How many has ever been to a ball game when you were in high school, and, and they, had, uh, they had banners, and everybody would get underneath the banner together, right? And, and they would celebrate, this is our team. This is our team banner right now. Returning, refining, and rebuilding. Someone say it with me. Returning, refining, and rebuilding. You've got to believe it for it to happen. You've got to want it to see that it's happened. And it doesn't happen in two months. It doesn't happen in three months. Uh, but God is not done with what he's doing here. How many can say amen to that? Amen? And so here's a, another illustration that, that the Lord's been pulling on my heart. Let's just try it for a second. I want us to do the wave, okay? You ever done that? Now listen, if you can't stand up, just raise your hands real high. But here's what I want you to do. I want you guys to start it, and I want you guys to do it too. Ready? Over here. Ready? Linda, go ahead. Do the wave. Uh, okay, good. Now usually you send it back. Send it back. Send it back. Send it back. Okay. All right. Now we're going to do it. We're going to do it again, but you guys don't do it. Just, are you ready? No, don't do it. Okay, we'll try it. We'll try it again. Try it again. Ready? Ready? Okay. Now, if you're at a ball game and there's there's another section over here and another section over here that goes all the way around, and this section doesn't do it, what happens? Stops the wave. And you make these people mad because they're waiting. Unless it's like the 10th time, then they're like, somebody please stop. But, but the first or two couple times, it's, they're waiting. They're waiting for the momentum, right? Isn't it amazing how that happens in an arena where just a few people are like, let's do it. And, 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 and a couple people start, start doing it, and before you know it, then the whole section that's what God wants us to do as we're under this banner. He wants us to have this momentum. I'm doing something in your midst. Uh, don't be the one. I'm not preaching on anybody. I'm saying just don't be the one to stop the wave. Uh, be a part of it. Stand up. Wave your hand. Be in worship. I probably should get back to 1 John. He says, we looked at it. We handled the word of life concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen and we bear witness and we declare to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us that which we have seen and heard. We declare to you that you also, here's the key, we've been with him, we saw what he's done, He's performed miracles. He's performed healings. We still believe in healing today. Amen. We prayed about some that need a healing. And this is what Jesus wants to do. He's still the miracle worker. He says, we've declared this to you, that you may also have fellowship with us. We don't want you to miss what God did in us through Jesus Christ. Yes, uh, not everybody followed him on those journeys. But what they experienced, they said, we want you to hear the stories about the journeys. Aren't you glad for the writers of the New Testament that told us uh, uh, some, just some of the things that Jesus did? In fact, John says, uh, there, if we wrote everything down, the books of the world couldn't contain it, uh, what Jesus did. Uh, but we want to share a few of the highlights uh, of these three years with Jesus Christ, uh, how he healed the lame, how, how he made the blind to see, uh, how the withered hand was stretched out, how the deaf ear was, uh, was opened up and so they could hear, uh, how those who were demon possessed were set free, and the same 
God that that was working through Jesus Christ because he is God. The same spirit, the Holy Spirit, the same power is alive in the church today. We still serve a miracle working God. How many can testify this morning that God has touched your life at some point? You need to encourage somebody with that testimony. That's what John is doing. He's encouraging us, and he says he wants us, all who reads this letter, to be a part of that fellowship. There's a joy about being a part of the fellowship. In fact, John is going to say that in just a second, but there's a joy. He says this, to have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not just a social club. It's not just an inner club. This is an invitation for all who will come, who will follow me. All who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, and we can have fellowship not with just a bunch of people, but we can have fellowship with the Father, we can have fellowship with the Son, and we can have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Amen. That, that, that we have this we have this promise. If we'll call on the name of the Lord, we call on your name, Lord Jesus. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins, from pulling us out of the miry clay, for setting our feet on us solid rock. We have a testimony. Has anybody called on the name of the Lord in this place? That means you have a testimony. You can share the love of Jesus Christ with somebody else. He says this, and these things we write to you that your joy may be full. What does the enemy want to steal? What does he want to take away from you? What does he go after first? Uh, he doesn't always go after your body first. Uh, he goes after your joy first. Uh, he doesn't want you to have joy. He wants you to live in a, in a state of depression, in a state of discouragement, in a state of oppression. Uh, he wants you to be down and out and lowly. Uh, he wants you to be down and, and you're, woe is me. Is anybody, go ahead and be honest. Anybody ever cried out before? Woe is me. You said that because you didn't have joy. But can I let you know this morning that the one who gives joy is in the house today. You don't have to leave the same way. If you came in without joy, you can leave with joy. If you came in with joy and then got discouraged, you can pick up joy again and leave. God is able, say it with me, God is able to give you joy. How many will just be honest right now and say, I need a dose of joy this morning. I raise my hand. I, I just need a good dose. I'm happy, but Lord, I could use a little bit more. I just want to dance a little bit more. I just want to shout a little bit more. I just want to give him praise, not because of me, because he deserves it. He deserves all the praise. And when we begin to get outside of ourselves and forget about what we're going through and we keep our eyes on Jesus, it doesn't matter who your boss is, who your co-workers are, who your mom or your dad is. It doesn't matter who you're, who's giving you trouble, whether if it's an in-law or an outlaw. God God is able to give you joy. Say, he is able to give me joy, and he wants to give you joy today. Amen? Maybe I shouldn't use notes more often. I don't know. Verse 5. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness. And there's this emphasis at all. God is light. There's no darkness in him at all. So when we begin to filter this thing in our life, 
Can I do this and still be saved? You need to have the filter. Does it reflect darkness or does it reflect light? If it looks like light, then you can do it. If it has a hint of darkness, you probably should stay away. Pretty good test, right? It's given us to in the scripture because if I want to be godly, if I want to follow after God, I have to realize who he is. Uh, he is a God of light, uh, and I want to be drawn to the light. Uh, I want to be like that bug at night that when you have the porch light on that flies in, uh, that, that, that gets in the way of everything. You're like, I wish you, you would get away from me. No, they're drawn to the light. We need to be that. We need to be drawn to the light. And here's the light of the, of the word, but the light shines through those who've called on his name. We are to bear the the light of Christ to this world in this dark world. We should be as a church uh, like a city that sits on a hill that is shining so bright uh, that, the, that the world says, hey, look right there. You can't help but see it. Uh, you can't help but notice uh, there's something different there. There's light coming out of that place. Uh, and it's not just light, but it's life. Uh, it's life in Jesus Christ. Uh, a life of a testimony. A life of conquering. A life of victory. A life of purpose. I'm not just wandering around. I know what God has called me to do. He's called me to preach the word of God. I'm not going to let anybody ever get in the way of that. I'm going to preach the word of God. I'm going to be ready in season and out of season. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just saying that I've accepted the call, and I'm calling on, on everyone else. Accept your call, what God has for you to do. There's something for every one of us to do for the kingdom of God. He goes on to say that, he, there's no darkness in, in him at all. Verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. I told you, John's pretty blunt. He just, he just says it as it is. If you say that you're in the light, but you're having fellowship with the darkness, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to everyone around you. You're saying you're one thing when you're not. You can't get connected to the darkness. You've got to stay away from that. You've got to stay away from the, uh, from the enemy. The, the Bible says not to chase the devil, but the Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from us. Uh, uh, we need the power of the Holy Spirit to resist uh, so we can be drawn and stay in the light in the hand of Jesus Christ. He says if you don't do this, you, you're lying. But he goes on, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light... We have fellowship with one another. How many enjoys having fellowship with one another? When you have a, a common bond, when, when you have unity to, together, you have a, a common interest together. Here's one thing that brings us all together. No matter if you like fishing or don't like fishing, whether you like camping or don't like camping, whether you like NASCAR or don't like NASCAR, whether you like the Pacers or don't like the Pacers, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Whether these other superficial things matter, here's one thing that brings us together. Whether you like hymnals or you don't like hymnals, whether you like contemporary worship or don't like contemporary worship, whether you like a screaming preacher or a quiet preacher, it doesn't matter. Here's what brings us together. It is that we have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed. Every one of us in this room, when we call on his name, that brings us to a common bond because there's not been another sacrifice for you, Brother Ken, than Brother Me. It's been this, uh, Brother Me. For me, yeah, it's been the same sacrifice, uh, the same healing touch for you, Dottie, in this place is the same touch that touched Tina, that when she was on her deathbed, uh, that God raised her up. It's the same blood that covers every one of us, and that brings us together in the fellowship of unity. 
we can agree together. There's maybe some things that we don't always see eye to eye on, but that shouldn't stop us from worshiping together, from serving together, from pursuing God's purpose together, because he has a plan. I've been saying it for the last several months. God has a plan. Say it with me. God has a plan. And guess what? We're in his plan. The church, uh, the central church of God is in his plan. Uh, uh, City Point is in his plan. Uh, uh, Jubilee uh, Worship Center is in his plan. Uh, plan. Uh, uh, the crossing at Northwest Indiana is in his plan. Uh, the Griffith Church of God, it is in his plan. I want to let you know we're all in the plan of God. He wants to use every one of us. Amen? Amen. You're glad that this only has 10 verses. <laughs> he goes on. We will have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we, have, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in He wants you to be deceived. But then he follows up. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Don't be deceived this morning. Every one of us has dealt with sin. Every one of us has sinned. And every one of us can still be tempted to sin. And sin, again, is not just doing the big things. Sin is being disobedient to the will of God for our life. Sin is being contrary to the character of God. Sin is when we're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit but bearing the fruit of flesh. So we have to conquer that, not on our own strength, but that's why the scripture says that we need to walk in the spirit. And so this is an ongoing process. This is why Jesus understood. He knew us. He knew us as people. And that's what he said. You need to pick up your cross daily. It doesn't mean you're getting saved every day. If you're watching online, that's not what we're preaching here. You don't have to get saved every day. But every morning you got to realize I woke up wearing flesh. And I've got to kill this flesh, crucify this flesh, because if I don't, I'm going to run into somebody in this world that's going to raise something out of me from the flesh, and I'm going to respond in a way, not respond, I'm going to react. There's a difference between reacting and responding. I'm going to react in a way that doesn't magnify Jesus Christ. But if I will crucify this flesh, when I have an encounter with the boss, when I have an encounter with somebody I'm in relationship with, or somebody I've never met, and if it's not a good encounter, if I have the Spirit of God in me, and I have the fruit of God working in my life, I'm not going to react to the situation, but I'm going to respond in a godly way. And that becomes, out of 1 Peter, the way that we win the loss from the world, because they see a difference in us. They look and like, how do you behave like this when this is going on? Because it's not my behavior, it's the characteristics, it's the fruit of the Spirit of God. How many wants to grow in that? I want to grow in that, amen? So if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us of our sins and forgive us of all unrighteousness. As Brother Mark comes and the praise team comes back, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. His word is truth. His word is powerful. And his word is convicting, but his word is refreshing, and his word is healing. 
as you stand to your feet this morning. The call that I feel like giving today, not everybody might well respond to the come up here, but I want you to respond to the word somehow. And if you're watching online, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, I want you to reach out. My number should be out there on the on the website, on our screen. Connect with me. I want to pray with you. I want to invite you to know Jesus Christ. And pray with you if you have needs in your life, or you need healing touch, or need encouragement. God is able, amen. But this morning, I just want us to respond. I want to commit to you completely, Lord Jesus. It doesn't mean you're giving your heart to Jesus again. It's just saying, this message is moving. This message moved on my heart that I want to be in the light completely. I, I love this little spot right here. We moved the lights around, and there's a light right here. I want to be in the light. That means I had to make a decision I could be out here on the edge where I can say, I want to be in the light. Every day I want to make that, I want to be in your light today. If you want to be in the light this morning, just find a place to stand with me around here. If you're not able to stand very long, that's fine. You can even sit on the front row. But let's respond to what the Lord is saying right now. We worship you, Jesus. Now the Lord wants to give a, a, an outpouring of joy. If you're ready for joy, just go ahead and raise your hand toward heaven. If you need a, a fresh touch of joy right now, Lord, I pray, let there be an outpouring of joy in this place. Uh, we celebrate together what you're doing in us. Uh, Lord, you are uh, the giver of joy. Joy. Let it fall from heaven, Lord. The, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, joy. Somebody respond and respond in joy. Uh, go ahead and put a smile on your face. The God that God, Jesus Christ, is shining down on you right now. Lord, we express joy to you in our praise right now. We lift up our heads to you right now. We magnify you, Lord. Glory be to your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Go ahead, clap to the Lord. We give you praise, oh God. We magnify you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name, glory to your name. Hallelujah, Lord, you are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working miracles. I worship you. I worship you. How many believes that right now? You are here moving in our midst. I worship you. Working miracles. 
worship you. Just sing Waymaker one time. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who pray a, a final prayer covering over the church. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone that's connected to this body of believers that's here today, that's been watching online, that's, uh, that's not able to be here this morning. We pray a covering, Lord, over this body, a covering of health, O Lord. We pray a covering of, of sanctification, of righteousness, Lord, of joy. I pray a covering of joy. Let the joy of the Lord begin to strengthen us, Lord. Uh, hallelujah, Lord, what the enemy meant for evil that God's going to do and turn around for good. And, and Lord, there's going to be joy. There's joy in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Are you ready to say it? Are you ready? Is everybody, is everybody ready? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen.